Assembly. Kathy Jetnil Kijiner was first. She addressed the United Nations in 2014. At the time, she was a 26-year-old woman from the Marshall Islands, a small island nation that sits about six feet above sea level and is already experiencing the impacts of climate change. Rising sea levels and severe storms have come extremely close to destroying these beautiful islands. In her speech, Kathy indicated that no matter how hard it might be, we have to solve the issues of climate change. In a truly emotional and beautiful moment, she recited a poem to her infant daughter, promising the little girl that she would do everything she could to protect her from the rising seas. She entitled the poem, Dear Matafele Pinam, and here are the first few verses. Dear Matafele Pinam, you are a seven-month-old sunrise of gummy smiles. You are bald as an egg and bald as the Buddha. You are thunder thighs and lightning shrieks so excited for bananas, hugs, and our morning walks past the lagoon. Dear Matafele Pinam, I want to tell you about that lagoon, that lucid, sleepy lagoon lounging against the sunrise. Some men say that one day that lagoon will devour you. They say it will gnaw at the shoreline, chew at the roots of your breadfruit trees, gulp down rows of your sea walls, and crunch your island's shattered bones. They say you, your daughter, and your granddaughter too, will wander rootless with only a passport to call home. Dear Matafele Pinam, don't cry. Mommy promises you no one will come and devour you. No greedy whale of a company, sharking through political seas, no backwater bullying of businesses with broken morals, no blindfolded bureaucracies gonna push this mother ocean over the edge. She concluded to a standing ovation, leaving many attendees in tears. The beauty of her poem is that it wasn't just about facts and figures. It told a relatable story about a mother's love for her child and an unwavering will to protect her in the face of big challenges. I knew I had big shoes to fill after learning about her speech and just how deeply she touched the world leaders in attendance. I was excited to be the second person and youngest ever to address the United Nations General Assembly. The voices of the people needed to be heard, and I was up for the challenge. It seems like the majority of people are disconnected from what actually occurs at the UN. With more than 20 years of world leaders talking to each other about climate change, nothing had been solved. For the UN, climate change is topic of bureaucratic debate, whereas for many communities, it's a life-or-death situation. I felt like I had the opportunity to offer my perspective from the front lines of watching climate change decimate our planet. Whether it was feeling the tremendous impact of fracking on the water and air in my hometown of Boulder, or traveling to North Dakota to stand in solidarity at Standing Rock, or protesting against the Keystone XL pipeline, or visiting damaged rainforests, ocean, and glacier melting sites, I have learned about the impact of climate change one powerful experience at a time. Looking back, I now know that speech was the culmination of an incredible period of growth in my life. My voice had just dropped, I was sprouting up, and I was taking my fight to a much bigger stage. I usually don't memorize speeches, most of the time I just speak from the heart. But this was no ordinary speech. 
The UN wanted me to write out every word I was going to say. I have always viewed the words on the page as more of a road map to the places I might go. The night before I boarded the flight to New York, I finished a draft of the speech. My badass mom, Tamara Rose, came with me on this journey. She's endlessly supportive and my partner in crime in this movement. She does a great job of keeping the pressure out of it, always looking out for my best interests. I know she is proud of me, but she doesn't add any expectations to the moment. She did want me to memorize the speech while I was on the plane, though. As we began our ascent into the clouds, I reviewed my speech a few times, but after about 30 minutes or so, I figured I should just relax. I fell asleep, and I didn't wake up until the captain came over the intercom system, indicating our initial descent into New York City. As we got off the plane, my friend Vanessa Black, who made Kid Warrior, and her camera crew...